0: rutherford issues with brian barrett on news radio wgns fm 100.5 fm 101.9 am 1450
1: online and on your phone at wgnsradio.com today we're going to find out what's going on with rutherford county schools and uh, school board member tammy sharp joins us here in studio and there is um Never a lack of information to uh, find out what's going on with our schools. And, um, well, this school board job keeps you pretty busy, I bet, doesn't it, Tammy?
0: It's, a, it's very busy. In August, we will open our 50th school for Rutherford County.
1: That's wild. That's Plainview.
0: Plainview. And also, at the same time, on the north end, we have an annex for Laverne Middle. Laverne Middle has been busting at the seams for years. And I think we've got about five or six portables right now Mm -hmm. on property so hopefully that's going to alleviate all of those and um you know we've still got more subdivisions coming in so we're even though when you think they've built up enough there more building comes
1: of course yeah so remind us where your zone is here
0: my zone is zone number one so it's basically um 24 east uh, anything 24 east starting at the davison uh, county rutherford county line and it goes to almaville so it kind of swings around in front of uh nissan mm-hmm. so just if you kind of square that off um it's 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 laverne i've got laverne and smyrna high schools uh anything east anything in that little block is uh, is my area
1: obviously an area that is is seeing a tremendous amount of growth
0: Tremendous. Right now, um, I spoke with Mayor Cole last week. We've got a lot of votes coming up for the city of Laverne. There are two areas, ones at Rock Springs and Waldron Road, and then there's another one that's at Waldron Road and Blair Road, and I believe that's probably the north side of Waldron Road where there's a subdivision going in. And we have an opportunity to have about 2,000 homes coming to those two different buildings. Wow, and the way um, our construction department figures it is, it's one point three per household. So it'd be another twenty six hundred students, a possible another twenty six hundred students. So
1: well, that's that's another. Uh, well, that's two you, schools. Yeah, for elementary schools, I guess yeah, it would be. Yeah, that's it?
0: two schools. That's two schools.
1: Yeah, and and but see that the thing that's interesting about that is that's a, a good idea to, to kind of figure what it, what it could be. But those students aren't always in elementary school or always in middle school or always in high school. They, they grow up through the system.
0: Fortunately for us, they're not in one grade band. Yeah. Uh, but what people don't realize is from May to August of every year, even with COVID, we still had around 700 students that came to us from uh, the end of May to the beginning of August for the next school year. And pre-COVID, it's around 1,000 to 1,200 that's what that's mm-hmm. the average that we've been running.
1: And I had heard from uh you know several um especially in the the north end of Rutherford County uh administrators and folks saying that you know the the number of students moving in this year has been tremendous especially like from Davidson County they wanted their kids in the school building and 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 getting that that type of education and it was offered in Rutherford County so they moved here so you're seeing a lot of that too.
0: Right. And that's I mean um shout out to our teachers um you know we couldn't have done what we've done in the last year uh to get our you know give our parents the choice to either be in uh school or to do the distance learning um, they're the backbone of our um operation and, and we couldn't do it without them it's been grueling for everyone but they've been on the front line so thank you to everybody to our teachers and to our staff i hate to start naming people because i'll leave somebody out but um I think it's it would have been a derelict of duty had we not offered school to mm-hmm. our students.
1: So w- when you when you look at the 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 whole covid situation and and everything we've gone through it, it it has to have been a very challenging year to to be there to make those decisions too on the board.
0: It it has. Um you know, we get a lot of email. We, you know, often get not so i mean you know when you're in public office you have to expect to get you're not going to make any everybody happy um but it, it it it's been gut-wrenching it's been gut-wrenching and um our school board is is phenomenal um you know many of us have reached out to our principals i've got 13 schools now I reached out to my principals and said I've got capacity in my calendar if you want me to come and take temperatures or wipe down desk or something like that I offered a day of service to go out and you know they're so wonderful they're like you know we've got this and um <clears throat> I did get to go out to a couple of classes uh shout out to uh Mr. Fry's class at Thurman Francis Arts Academy he's got American history and um I forgot what the other was, seventh and eighth grade. But his class is was phenomenal. And let me tell you, they had some tough questions for me. But um, it's always great getting out into the schools and seeing what's going on because you always hear something that you didn't know before you went. Sure. But COVID has been, I'll circle back down. COVID has been, you know, there's a lot of expenses that we've had with COVID that, you know, put a strain on an already strained uh, system.
1: Now, was there some information that uh, ha- has come up in the last few weeks about um, uh, pay increase or, or anything of that nature for, for school personnel, or, or is there anything that you all have taken up concerning that?
0: Well, obviously, you know, it's, it's budget time, so yeah. we're, we're discussing it, and the board members are kind of, you know, um, I, I would like to see, and I've had some discussions with other board members about us starting with the zero budget, in other words what we usually do is we load the budget and say oh then we're gonna, well we know we want to give our teachers a raise i want to do it the opposite way and i've gotten some traction with a few other board members and of course you know we'll just have to see how that plays out but i would like to put our teachers raises in first and then you know load what we need and then load what we want, uh, because there's there's a lot of things that are cosmetics that you know that we can wait another year. I'm hearing from the property tax assessor's office that you know the ta- we're on schedule to meet what was projected as far as taxes, so we're not going to have a deficit there that that we know of. Um, you know that's something that's always changing, but um, we've got to start putting our teachers first and staff first. And, um, you know, we don't wanna be in the building business, but we're mandated to build. So hopefully at some point, um, you know, we'll get working all working together and uh, we can do some things that we don't have to do legislatively uh, or that would cost money or would prevent someone from their livelihood that we could do um, to focus on making sure that we get our funding.
1: Uh, We have Tammy Sharp here joining us, Rutherford County School Board member, talking about um, a lot of things going on with uh, our Rutherford County schools. I I think maybe um, it's a good reminder for folks to understand when we talk about the county budget, um, most of the county budget goes to schools. Mm
0: -hmm. About 80%. Yeah. When you talk about uh, forty-nine schools, forty-nine HVACs, roofs, and things like that, it's just like your own home. You know those things have to be replaced every twenty-five years or less, and uh, especially for your HVAC. And um, some of the buildings that we have were, you know, built in the thirties and the forties. You know, up on my end, Smyrna and laverne were built in the eighties. So you're, you're talking about thirty years. So uh, there's there's just a tremendous amount that goes into it um that people just don't see every day mm-hmm. it's just like running a hospital or you know another IBM corporation or something like that it's it's huge because you're talking about you know 5600 employees it is about 80% of Rutherford County's budget so it's a lot
1: yeah And when you're talking about building, we were just talking about that before we went on the air and, you know, the new Rockville High School a few years ago was, you know, almost $80 million and you're not going to build the next high school, which is projected for 2026 for that $80 million. No,
0: not by then because still prices and, you know, fortunately we've, we've already got land, um, you know, and Rockvale is phenomenal with its CNA on one side and then has a full ambulance you know if people have not ha- have not been out there it's sort of like a Jack and Jill uh, there's a, a storage room in the middle but on one side it's your room for your certified nurse's assistance you go through that room to the other side and it looks like a hospital room. And there's an ambulance. So there's a lot of our CTE programs that play into that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of our students don't have to if they don't want to go to college, they don't have to. We've got almost I think we're approaching 75 CTE programs that they can get certifications in and they don't have to go into college and they can get the experience in the classroom and um, start their jobs
1: eventually finding land and and it's already a challenge but you know as the years go along you know uh, there's only so much dirt to go around so I mean that that's a challenge you're already seeing trying to find some uh, location for that next high school.
0: Yes we are you know we are landlocked in some areas we're still looking for land in the 840 96 area uh, around Almaville Road Uh, we also are looking at it was reported that we did go to the state farm building and look at an, an existing building uh the problem with that is um you know you would have to have some business come out and officially give us an estimate on that and it would it would just be an estimate of what it would cost you know because once you get in there if there's anything environmental um something could skew those costs and it could run into you know cost overruns but we are looking at other um resources existing buildings that are smaller Um, the state farm building was like 800,000 square feet so it has a lot of potential but it's just too much and at this point we need seats in other parts of the county but we are looking there are several board members that are looking at e- existing buildings to see what we can possibly do
1: yeah um you know the murfreesboro police department is a prime example of taking a building that was existing and transforming it but you do run into all kinds of things yeah. you just never know when you're renovating and and Changing it from an office complex to a school building, for yeah. instance.
0: It's a bu- it's a beautiful building, and there's a lot of potential for it. But and good land know,
1: over there, obviously. Too. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> and centrally located. I mean, there's a there's a lot that we could do to it. But if you go just right down the street, you know, you're we're not far from the Matthews property that we purchased. You know, not far from Siegel and everything. So really, where we need, you know, is on the really on the outskirts, uh, you know, of, of Rutherford County.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you look in in. Just let's just take Siegel for instance. I pass by Siegel Middle School every day and see you know uh, a dozen portables out there. You know yeah. they're busting at the seams. Yeah. You did some rezoning to kind of shuffle that from Oakland and and Siegel, but. You know, there's there's still growth there, and so you're talking about that Matthews property across from Walter Hill, and yes. that's a middle school first, probably. Probably,
0: looking? you know, just to, I mean that could that could change at any moment. Sure, uh, and that's one thing we have a five year plan, but we review that five year plan every year, and uh, you know, I suspect with the with the movement up on the north end, you know, we may even <laughs> change it again. Uh, but there there's some things that we could do. Uh, because people are going to move here. If we could, um, let's say, just change our focus as far as the demographics. Because um, people, they moved to Middle Tennessee. It's beautiful. Right. I, I mean, I moved to Tennessee, Tennessee Middle Tennessee from Memphis. Um, but if we could change the demographics of who we kind of market toward, maybe 55 and above, to come here and retire. Because their tax money would come into the system, but it, they wouldn't be bringing children with them. So, you know, of course, we want people to build. We want, you know, they're going to move here anyway. Um, And, of course, you know, probably some tax deferment, you know, some uh, pumping the brakes on some tax deferment would probably give us some more uh, money into the system. But it wouldn't put Mm -hmm. a strain on the system. So there's a lot of things that we could do that wouldn't require legislation and everybody could still build and sell.
1: That uh, five-year plan, if you add the Plainview Elementary this year, that's that's the only new school that will um, begin in August. I know you've uh, recently gone through some uh, rezoning questions and things of that nature for that. Um, if I recall, there's not necessarily a school, uh, a new school building on TAP next year, but several um, annexes, annexes and, b- and buildings.
0: What we have done is the uh, existing plans. We try to use the same plans that we've had every year. So, like Stewart's Creek, uh, that that property there. Uh, when we build initially, we go ahead and put the foundation on the ends of the hallways. So, when those uh, when we need more, and we don't want to have to, you know, build somewhere else. The foundation's already there, so they can go in and just put put an annex on it. So, uh, you know, a lot of people ask, why don't you build up, do several stories? Well, you can look at your colleges. And there's a lot of college that have, you know, multiple story buildings. uh, But you're talking about adults, ingress and egress. And, you know, you talk about elementary school, if there was a fire, if there was some kind of incident there, getting people in and out of the building safely. Uh That's one thing that, you know, a lot of people and you're talking about a thousand students, you know, trying to get them out of a building. So that's one thing, you know, we we. We've almost got it down to a science. I hate to say that, but we've almost got it down to a science af- after working through all of this um, because people are still coming. Right. Yeah. People are still coming.
1: The um, I guess Oakland and Blackman uh, middle schools have the uh, annexes and, and those have been. Uh, really helpful in those locations. and I think what uh, Rockvale and Smyrna are looking for something probably very similar to what are in those two places.
0: Yes, that's why the annex was at Laverne middle. and um, I know Smyrna middle, I believe we're about to do another annex at Smyrna middle. and that's uh, crazy because it's, it's we just it's, did a re yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that yes. Yeah, that was one of my first appearances after I was elected, was to cut the ribbon at Smyrna Middle, and uh, it's a beautiful building. But once again, we're we're building on to
1: it. That just that just shows, you know, you 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 get something done, and man, what this is a great accomplishment. And all of a sudden, I mean, the the growth and and everything that comes into it, um, it it's it's almost like trying to hit a moving target every day.
0: It is a moving target. And one thing about Rutherford County, uh, you know, nobody wants a tax increase. I've been looking at uh williamson county they have about four or five different taxes they have a city tax uh county tax they have a special school district tax and then they have a special education tax Uh, to fund their schooling so that's one of the reasons that Rutherford County is so attractive Uh, and we do have a phenomenal school system Uh, it's the fourth largest in the state and we go back and forth between Williamson County and Rutherford County being the fourth but um, they have 49 schools just like we do Mm. but they you know needless to say they can with a special school district that circumvents the county commissioners so they can raise the taxes and build what they want and, um, I don't think anybody in Rutherford County has an appetite for that, yeah. uh, because we do need our balance to checks and balances, but, uh, you know, people are still moving here and, um. It's, it's amazing.
1: Well, for instance, we, we talk about moving target, and, and we'll kind of end with this, I guess, but uh, you build a new high school in Rockvale. It's been going for two years, and now you're already looking at having to rezone because of just the number of kids that are there.
0: We are rezoning, and that's one thing. Um, we had a, a meeting last week on the rezoning, and what we're doing now, instead of pulling... Um, a large amount out of some of those schools we're cutting we're cutting back on that so we're not front loading the new schools as much as we previously have because we're learning if we front load them and then people move to that area you know we're, we're at capacity so we've cut back on our front load numbers and um hopefully that's going to help us with plain boot
1: well um you know, there's there's always um, seems like something going on with, with Rutherford County schools and just trying to uh, uh, keep the kids in, in safe classrooms and, and teachers. I know we're probably going to be talking about job fairs here in the spring and all that kind of thing and the need for more personnel. I mean, it's, it's, it's just a pretty big job.
0: We always do. Yes, Dr. Anthony is phenomenal. She's won several several awards, and um, she probably started in the fall recruiting because we've learned because of our system is so large we've learned if we wait until the springtime when people are graduating it's it's pretty it's too late and um you know our schools are not producing the teachers that we've had in the past i think someone told me the other day it was about nine or ten teachers that came out of mtsu so we've got a few school board members that have kind of made that their pet project to, to build relationships with them to see what we need to do to uh, foster that relationship and um, get more students going to MTSU to become teachers, and that way they, they can come back to our system.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that that's um, that that's obviously going to be a challenge for the years to come until, you know, we, we get more interest in that, apparently.
0: It is a challenge, and also... Um, Rutherford County has received, we have um, a certification where we can certify our own teachers. So I guess just as an example, and somebody will call me and tell me if this is wrong, but we have a drone teacher at Segal. We have a drone program at Segal. So it's a two-year program, and when you're finished, you can get your drones license. Well, that instructor, didn't want to have to go back to college to get his teaching degree we have a program now that we can test them and we can certify them ourselves so if you have an electrician or something like that that's out of the realm of someone who would go to a four-year college or a six-year college we can certify them we are the only ones in the state that can do that and i think we're about to get our level three certification but that is one great thing that we can develop our own teachers but we also can get people who are not in the academic world that we can certify and they can come to our schools and teach.
1: Well, that That's obviously very important, especially as we get into, um, uh, you know, the trades and things of that nature. It too, is so. because we
0: have the, you know, obviously the plumbing and the electricians mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's been very helpful. Our um, teacher at Siegel, um, our students love that program. It's phenomenal. A lot of them take, um, flying lessons and we have a simulator there that if they they do time on the simulator it goes towards their flying lessons so there's kind of a dual path and that path goes to mtsu where there is a um, relationship with delta where they can either be a pilot or they can be a mechanic so, I mean, we've got some phenomenal programs in our school system.
1: Well, uh, thank you for your hard work. And, of course, the the entire school board and um, all the uh, administration, uh, all the schools, central office. I mean, you're talking about 49 schools, soon to be 50 in the yeah. fall. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've got some a phenomenal lot of people. people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Tammy, I appreciate you coming in and sharing some information uh, about Rutherford County Schools today. It's been fun.
0: Thank you for having me. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Anytime. Tammy
1: Sharp joining us, uh, Rutherford County School Board member here on News Radio WGNS. That's it for our program today. We invite you to stay tuned. We've got more local conversation straight ahead here on WGNS. We'll see you next time.